welcome. Come on in. I know. Sorry. When anytime there's a big change in the weather, it does something to like the boiler in it. So there's a little bit of a smell, or maybe a lot of it. I'm desensitized to it now, so I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. Um, but but it, it's not great, I guess. I don't know. This is when you're actually grateful you have a cold or <laughs> suffering from allergies. <laughs> but welcome, one and all. We are glad that you are here. Um, good to see friends. Welcome, visitors. Good to have you. Uh, let's see. We've got some more people. Come. Oh, good. Carlisle Brant, welcome. And Pat, welcome. Cheryl Loggy, welcome. Oh, good. Oh, all right. A couple of announcements. Um, uh, like to thank the Hopkins. They're not here this week. They're gone for the. I forgot why they're not here. I think they're visiting kids. No, maybe they're at the beach. I don't know. But grateful, <laughs> they're not here. Um, but the, uh, uh, Judith had this great idea to have a Black History moment. Um, for the month of February, they will bring it. Uh, she's going to share one next week. But uh, this Sunday, we have Wayne Langston, um, who's going to bring a black history moment after the pardon and before passing of the peace. So thank you so much, Wayne, for sharing that. Um, we do have our annual meeting following worship today. Uh, and that lunch is provided, a light lunch. Um, Let's see, some people are bringing soup and vegetables and cake, yummy stuff. Yeah, so I um, hope you can make it. That is in Hanover Hall. If you did see the board, our elevator is not working. I apologize. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, pri we are not a priority for priority elevator. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I can share more about that at our annual meeting downstairs, which I will, um, but that's the short of it. So I do apologize. Um, just a couple of other things to, to pay attention to. Um, if you have not grabbed our, a calendar for 2020, um, there's still some on the narthex. There's some downstairs. Uh, those have all, almost all the events, at least gives you an idea of some of the big events that are happening. Uh, in 2020, um, but two events coming up fairly soon is Ash Wednesday on the 26th of February, that is on a Wednesday. We have a traditional pancake breakfast and it benefits, what does it benefit? Feed more? Food bank, thank you, sorry, thank you, Janet. Um, so there's an RSVP sign up list and we have a big pancake dinner and then we um, come in here around 6.45 and have our Ash Wednesday service. So we sort of merge, uh, uh, yeah, Tuesday and Wednesday. It's not Monday, Tuesday, no. Um, but it is Fat Tuesday. <laughs> uh, so, and then uh, two days later on the 28th, we have Faith, Family, and Friends. Um, and that is just a gathering where we hang out and have a potluck. And I think we're making cookies. Um, yes, correct. And so we're going to make cookies, some to enjoy, but also then to gift to LVS for the following Sunday. LVS is our Liberation Veteran Services. Those are um, veterans who are experiencing homelessness, and we take them lunch once a month. So we're going to take them some cookies. Um, I also forgot to put on the calendar that um, on the 22nd, what's that Sunday? No, that Saturday. In February, we have a, a new, our property committee has put a work day uh, every quarter. So if you're able to come up, I'll send out more information, but if you're able to come in the morning, we're going to work from 8 to noon and do some of the things um, that we're able to do here around the church, cleaning up the leaves out of places, uh, maybe changing light bulbs, just little things that can save money that we don't have to contract out. So. Um, we'll have a to-do list, and if you're able to donate all four hours, or maybe you can just come for an hour, um, you're welcome to come. Um, also, just a shout-out to Jerry Cooper, who <laughs> I was told wrong, but your birthday's not today, but it's next Sunday, but why not? When you're 99, you can just celebrate every day. Happy birthday. 
<laughs> uh, so we, we're just so ecstatic for you, Jerry. This is awesome. Happy birthday. All month long, happy birthday. <laughs> Are you going to be here next Sunday? Maybe? Should we? I didn't know when if we should sing happy birthday today. Okay, why not? <gasps> happy birthday to Thank you. Yes. Um, with that, let us stand and sing our gathering song, This Little Light of Mine. We definitely have to sing verse 2, hide it under a bushel, no, I'm going to let it shine, because that's our scripture today, salt and light. So, let us. So, if um, those young and young at heart want to come forward and join me. Um, everyone is invited to stand if they are able and to sing a familiar tune. Each week we gather and we begin our worship by just making a joyful noise. It does not have to be on pitch. It does not have to be in the same rhythm, but we are going to make a joyful noise together. Um, so let's sing this little light of mine. We'll sing through the first verse and then we'll sing hide it under a bushel and shout no. I'm going to let it shine. This. Please stand. Join me in the call to worship. Do not so serve your own interests, but choose the way of God. Share your bread with the hungry. House the homeless and poor. If you offer food to the hungry and satisfy the needs of the afflicted, God will satisfy your needs like a spring whose water never fails. The restorer of the street to live on. Worship God who calls us children and kin to one another. Please join in the opening hymn for the healing of the nations on page 668.
Holy One, we confess that we have fallen short. We have failed to repair the relationships we have broken. We have not sought forgiveness where we have gone wrong. We have shirked our responsibilities in the wounding of the world. Call us into accountability. Call us to take responsibility when we accept the systematic sin in the world without question as it benefits us. Guide us in your wisdom to seek the righteous life, to live into your ways of justice. Help us to recognize the places where we have privilege and work for those who have been pushed to the margins or completely shut out. In the name of Christ, who builds the kingdom, who repairs the world, and who restores us to life, we pray. Amen. God is with us. God is encouraging us. God is there when we recognize our wrongdoing. God is there to lift us up and restore us. Know that you are God's beloved. Repair what has been broken. Restore what has been taken. And do the hard work to live into God's ways. You are not alone. We are here on the journey with you. Together, go and share the good news. Wayne, could you come forward for the Black History Moment? Thank you. To speak of two historians, Dr. Martin Luther King and Maya Angelou. Dr. Martin Luther King had a dream. And in his dream, he envisioned a uniting of people of all races, all creeds and colors. But the most important thing about his dream was that it was taken a bit too literal. His dream was not just uh, something that he envisioned in his own mind, but he was taken up into the spirit and he was allowed to see into the mind of God who pulled back that curtain and showed him the future. And in that future, he saw this coming together of all people. My fondest hope is that one day I will be judged by the content of my character and not the covering of my story. And Maya Angelou said it this way, now we rise. Thank you, Wayne. Um, at peace with God, let us share the peace of Christ with each other.
You may be seated. The first reading is from Isaiah 58, 1 through 9a. Shout out, do not hold back. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Announce to my people their rebellion, to the house of Jacob their sins. Yet day after day they seek me and delight to know my ways, as if they were a nation that practiced righteousness and did not forsake the ordinance of God of their God. They ask of me righteous judgment. They delight to draw near to God. Why do we fast, but you do not see? Why humble so ourselves, but you do not notice? Look, you serve your own interest on your fast day and oppress all your workers. Look, you fast only to quarrel and to fight and to strike with the wicked fist. Such fasting as you do today will not make your voice heard on high. Is such the fast that I choose, a day to humble oneself? Is it to bow down the head like a bulrush and to lie in sackcloth and ashes? Will you call this a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this fast that I choose to loose the bonds of injustice, to undo the thongs of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring your, the homeless poor into your house when you see the naked to cover them and not to hide yourself from your own kin? Then your life shall break forth like the dawn and your healing shall spring up quickly. Your vindicators shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help, and he will say, Here I am. This is the word of the Lord. Our second reading is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one after lighting a lamp puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lamp stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. God's word for us. If I were to ask you a very deep theological question, or philosophical question, who are you? Who are you? What might you respond with? Your name? Where you're from? Where your parents are? Maybe what you do? Who are you? Chances are you're not probably going to respond out loud. I am the salt of the earth and the light of the world. If you did, people probably would think that you're a bit full of yourself. 
They even may think you have a Messiah complex. But why not? Even if we've never said it aloud, do we think of ourselves in that way? Do we actually know that about ourselves? Jesus knows this about us. Jesus thinks this about us. Jesus even says that about us, and it's right here in today's gospel. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. And Jesus isn't talking to particular individuals. We have to remember that he is talking to the crowds that have followed him from Galilee. The ten cities known as Decapolis, Jerusalem, and Judea, and beyond the Jordan. Jesus' listeners have come from everywhere. They have come to see this one that they've heard about. They have come to listen and to learn, to be healed, and to have their lives put back together. They've come in search of meaning and direction and purpose. And while we may not be the original hearers of this passage, you and I stand among this crowd. This news, this news of being salt of the earth and light of the world has been passed down to us because it was life-giving to an entire group of people. This crowd listened to Jesus, and now we are one of them. We are now among this crowd. We've come today to see this one that we've heard about. We've come to listen and to learn, to be healed, to have our lives be put back together. We've come in search of meaning and direction and purpose. And Jesus' words are as true and applicable today as they were 2,000 years ago. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. And this is good timing, because last week, when we heard Jesus share these infamous beatitudes, proclaiming and preaching and calling us to God's kingdom, calling us to unbind ourselves from the status quo, calling us to change our narrative, calling us to help create a kingdom that is drastically different than the world we live in, a beloved community, that it made us wonder, can we really do this? Can we really do this? Can we really answer Jesus' call to discipleship? And if so, how? This is good timing. This is perfect timing because besides wondering how we can really be the beloved community, we are wondering how we are supposed to do it after the week that we have had. Disappointments and frustrations and bad mojo. What perfect timing to be reminded that indeed we are the salt of the earth and the light of the world. And we are still capable of doing something good, of helping bring about something good, of co-creating with God to bring about God's beloved community. We are salt and light, not for ourselves, but so that others might eat and see better. 
So what does this really look like? What does this mean for us? It's pretty practical and tangible. It's something that can be tasted and seen. It makes a difference in the world and to other people. It's things like looking into another's eyes and speaking a kind word and acknowledging a person is created in the image and the likeness of God. It is in generosity with your compassion and your time and your money to care for and make a difference in the lives of the poor or the hungry or the homeless. It is in starting a conversation and rebuilding a relationship when what you mostly feel is indifference or pain or anger. It is praying that God will bless with all the good gifts you want for yourselves and those you love, those who have hurt you, those who are different from you, and those with whom you disagree. The prophet Isaiah speaks of loosening the bonds of injustice and letting the oppressed go free. So maybe salt and light, light look like politics that are not dependent on control and power. That establish a society of equality and diversity and that recognize the dignity of every human being. It is faith and commitment to others shown by listening and being available and spending time. It would mean slowing down and rearranging our schedules and valuing presence over efficiency and productivity. It is choosing a life of self-giving rather than taking and acquiring vulnerability rather than defensiveness and intimacy rather than isolation. It means you might and probably will get hurt. It is loving God, your neighbor, your enemy, and yourself. These are just a handful of tangible examples of what it looks like to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Salt and light. Salt which gives flavor and preserves and keeps and light which illuminates and guides. And the word we hear from Jesus is not that we might become these but that we are these things. You are salt. You are light. Not that you might be, not that you could be, not maybe possibly one day you will be. You are salt and light. And this is good news. No matter your status, no matter your situation or your lot in life, no matter your past, you have the capacity to assist in the coming of the kingdom. And that is empowering. It is privilege. It is also responsibility. The instruction here is not how to become, but a declaration of what we are, salt and light. But it is also a caution that if we cease to live in this way, if we hide our light, we can lose our flavor and our strength. A couple of weeks ago, at the open and affirming learning session that we held, the question was posed. If 7th Street Christian Church ceased to exist in this community, what would be missed? And without hesitation, without missing a beat, Clara Hamlet proclaimed, the parking lot! And the room roared with laughter. 
And that laughter was pointing to a truth in Clara's statement. And what is sad and what is frustrating and even unfortunate is that we are deeply involved in this community. The Reed Center, an adult literacy program, meets in our building twice a week. We provide space for people of all ages to learn a musical instrument through Greensbury. We provide weekly space for those struggling with addiction to find support. And once a month, we make a meal and help feed our veterans who are experiencing hopelessness through LVS. We have dedicated people who take meals to people through Meals on Wheels. Every month, we take up a collection for Feed More or Axe or whomever Liz Hewlett tells us to take up a collection for. Last year, we gave over $200,000 from our Cawthorn Fund to five different organizations who help seniors. We hosted interfaith gatherings and community meals and special services. Every week, we faithfully gather to recenter ourselves and feed our souls through worship. We study our scriptures, we build community, and I have been told over and over again how open and hospitable we are. And yet, at the core of it, at the end of the day, It is our parking lots that would be most missed. Somehow, our light is not being seen. It is not being felt. It probably is, actually. But maybe this is a marketing weakness. Maybe it's a messaging problem. I don't know. Cheryl, can you help us? But it still bears the question, are we hiding our light? What would it, or could it look like to shine our light in a most unique way? If we are known for our parking lot, if our parking lot is what would be missed, how can we transform that to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world? In a city that struggles with affordable housing, where roughly 35% of households in Richmond are cost burdened, which means they pay more than 30% of their income for housing, what does it look like to transform our parking lot? When one in 10 adults and one in four children are food insecure in Richmond, that means you're in a state of being without access to affordable, healthy food. What does it look like to transform our parking lot? When water runoff from roads and parking lots that picks up dirt and trash and oil and pesticides and other pollutants that flow directly into the James River, our water source, causing public safety and hazards and health risks, what does it look like to transform our parking lot? What does it look like to transform ourselves, to transform our thinking, to help bring about the beloved community of God here in Richmond? To live as salt of the earth and light of the world is both who we are and how we are to be. And that is why Jesus is so adamant that we not lose our saltiness and we not hide our light. 
If we are salt and if we are light, then we ought to be tasted and seen by the world. And if our relationships are bland and flavorless, if our world is dark and filled with shadows, maybe we've not been faithful or trusting of our own saltiness and light. Maybe we've forgotten who we are. Maybe we never knew. I can't tell us how to do that, both individually and corporately. It will be unique for each of our lives. But in whatever ways that you and we are salt and light, we will reveal the embodiment of God in humanity. God with us. And at that moment, all will taste life and see the world as they have never known. And we will experience the kingdom of God. We don't always do it perfectly here at 7th Street Christian Church, but we definitely do our best to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world and to follow in the ways of Jesus. And each week we have the opportunity to respond to that calling, to bring about the beloved community. So if you would like to join with 7th Street Christian Church to follow in the ways of Christ, you are invited to come forward during our hymn of commitment as we stand and sing Fill the World with Love, found on page 467.
joy and, and, and great celebration it is to have um, Dave and Diane Mansell join us. Um, Y'all have been visiting for since Christmas Eve. They ha and they haven't missed a worship, um, I don't think. I don't know your small thing. <laughs> I, we do, secretly. Um, it's just because it's an impressive track record during the holidays. <laughs> but we welcome you to 7th Street Christian Church. Um, they are transferring um, from a Lutheran congregation back in West Milwaukee. Um, and uh, glad that y'all kept searching. Y'all have been looking for a long time for a church home. I'm glad that 7th Street can be that church home um, for you. So welcome to 7th Thank Street you. Christian Thank Church. We, I invite us to turn in to page 341 um, as we welcome a new member. And we will just say this together corporately. Y'all found it yet? You're good? All right. Reaffirming our own faith in Jesus the Christ, we gladly welcome you into this community of faith, enfolding you with our love and committing ourselves to your care. In the power of God's Spirit, let us mutually encourage each other to trust God and strengthen one another to serve others, that Christ's church may in all things stand faithful. We welcome you, and Dave and Diane will be around afterward, and y'all can officially welcome them. So, welcome. The Lord be with me. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning in full awareness that we do not always understand your plan. We look around our world and there's so much that doesn't seem to make sense. Why do bad things happen to good people? Why do good things happen to bad people? Why do people have to suffer? How does Carolina give up a 13-point lead in the most important game of the year to lose at the buzzer in overtime? When we see war and poverty and hatred and death, we tell ourselves, it is your will in an attempt to provide some comfort and mask our confusion and fear. We want to have faith. We want to have the faith of a mustard seed. But some days, we're lucky if we have the faith it takes to go through a green light. Help us to remember that you promised to love us and be there for us when we suffer, not to end our suffering. May we be reminded that Jesus suffered too so that we might live forever. Help us to remember that you walk with us through life and love us in good times and bad. Use us as instruments of your mercy and peace and help us to restore our faith when times are bad. Amen. Morning. As many of you know, Steve and I have been members of 7th Street for a while now. When we first joined, our boys were young and we had very little disposable income. So we got involved in the life of the church and have always considered that part of our giving. Our boys were active in the youth group until graduating from high school and still consider 7th Street their church home and a church family that welcomes and cares for them with open and loving arms. And now we have another generation that feels that way in Annabelle and Isaac, our grandbabies. This church community has been a significant part of our lives and one that we cherish. Your warmth, love, support, and compassion is immeasurable, and we are grateful. This is but one of the reasons 
that we have worked to remain active and continue to give to 7th Street our time, talents, and financial resources. Gracious God, please take these gifts and multiply them. Let them be a means to create the justice and peace you long for in this world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Salty people are faithful people. Faithful people are lit. People of salt and light, come to this table. If you feel your light is dim, come to this table for refreshment. If you feel your light is bright, come to this table for sustenance. If you feel like your salty flavor is lacking, come to this table to be filled. If you feel like your salty flavor is strong, Come to this table for assurance. People of salt and light, come to this table, seeking whatever it is you may need. You are welcome here, just as you are. 
But before we share in Christ's feast, will you join me in singing Healer of Our Every Ill? Found on page 506, we will be singing verses 1 and 4. this table, we remember that Jesus gathered with his disciples and he took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to them and said, this bread is like my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup and blessed it and gave it to them. And, and he said, the wine in this cup is like the blood in my veins poured out to give you new life. Do this in remembrance of me. Those who may be visiting with us for the first time today, this morning um, we are passing trays and know that no matter who you are or where you are from, you are welcome to this table and welcome to partake. Let us pray. This gracious Heavenly Father, we come to this table asking you to heal our every evil. Ill. You, you know our fears and sadness, so give us peace and gladness. May we let our light shine so people may see our good works and glorify you. Forgive our sins and help us to forgive others. As we eat this bread and drink this cup, representing Jesus' broken body and blood, may we remember the great sacrifice he made for us. In his holy name we pray. Amen.
Thank you for your presence in the lives of faithful people and at this table. We give thanks for your spirit that guides us into your depths, that we may, be, that we may begin to glimpse your grace. We pray this in the name of Jesus, your mystery, your wisdom, and your glory, and who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Being on autopilot, I totally skip the commissioning um, of our homebound communion. So I invite us to bump back up uh, in, uh, <laughs> in the bulletin and share uh, with me our commissioning. Uh, this week, uh, I will be going to take communion to Alex Slusher tomorrow, um, and then uh, Al Modishard, um he, he can't have a visit this week, but the following week we will be taking communion to them. So let us join. Elders, go with God to those who are not with us, sharing with them the communion we shared in this worship hour. Let them know that they are remembered, loved, and continue to be a part of 7th Street Christian Church community. Amen. Thank you, friends. And let us stand as we are able and join our voices as we sing our closing hymn, Hope for the World, found on page 538. Let us sing verses 1 and 5. Friends, don't forget we have our annual meeting downstairs. There is food, sustenance uh, to share, to be had, to enjoy. Um, so go ahead and make your way down there. Everyone is, is welcome, uh, and it's a great opportunity to hear about our accomplishments of 2019 and um, learn more about 7th Street Christian Church if, uh, if it's new to you. So um, receive this benediction. Let the mystery of God send us into the world. Let the wisdom of God surprise us in the world. Let the glory of God shine through our work in the world. And then in the mystery, the wisdom, and the glory of God, let us rejoice. Amen. Amen.